sometimes care even if you make a mistake. Yeah, right. I think they let you down when it counts. You're not the only person to think that. I know a story about best friends who thought that too. Of course, they lived in a world with good and bad magic, flying serpents, and a diamond castle. Yeah? One day, they had a terrible fight. That's what put them in danger. What happened? Well, it started with music. Welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses to be. I am Christy. <laughs> I, I, Are you? I, I, I forgot our intro. Oh, damn it. Damn it. I'm... I'm are, are, are you sure you're Christy? I, I, shut up. I, oh my god. I'm I'm your host Christy, and I'm here with my friend and co-host Bree. I think I'm Bree. I who I knows? guess we're not sure anymore. I I'm having an existential crisis. <laughs> I'm still I'm still shaking off the effects of the Swan Princess Eleven. Apparently. Oh oh yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> but we are here today uh, to take a look at Barbie. The Diamond Castle. I thought I thought we could use a bit of a palate cleanser after the Swan Princess. Something uh, that was a bit bit more cohesive, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. You that's you know, that's yeah. a word for it, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's usually Barbie movies are usually a good go to for like a decent little princess movie. Um but Brie has already kind of shared pre-podcast um some some initial thoughts Bree. so I'll, i'm gonna hand it over to you no it's you know what this movie is fine like yeah. it's just like it's a it's a decent little film it's fine i i basically told christy that i hope she's prepared to sort of carry this one because i really don't have a lot of thoughts about it yeah <laughs> Like, I know this was, it, like, it's cute, it's fine, mm-hmm. it's just sort of, eh. Yeah. And yeah. it's so, it's interesting because I see this one, it, it's one of the, I won't say it's the most beloved Barbie movie, but- Is it? I guess that, that makes sense. It's definitely one of the ones people- People have some fondness for it for reasons that we'll we'll probably get into in the major discussion. But yeah, I just see there there's like a decent amount of love for this one. Um, it, I can believe it. Like I I feel like this one as a movie, it's very sweet, and I could feel I could see having like a lot of um, like nostalgic love for it. Mm-hmm. If that's this was like a favorite of yours as a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's just sort of serviceable. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know. Yeah. And and I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, in general, that's what a lot of the Barbie movies are. Um, especially because this one is, I feel like it's maybe like, oh, God. How how many Barbie movies are we in at this point? I think it's it's at oh. least ten Barbie movies. That sounds right. 
I no, this is the thirteenth. I think because I was looking it up on Wikipedia. Thirteenth or fourteenth? Okay. Thirteenth, I think. Okay. Jeremy Diamond Castle is the thirteenth entry in the Barbie film series. I was right. Gotcha. So this one, I, I, I think it kind of falls on the maybe like the outermost edge of the. The series of Barbie movies that people are the most nostalgic for. You have the, like, the first four movies, uh, Nutcracker, Rapunzel, Swan Lake, Princess and the Pauper. Those are the ones that people really, really, really cherish. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, And then the rest, uh, there's, like, Magic of Pegasus, um, Fairytopia, uh, Island of Princess, Twelve Dancing Princesses. I think those are those are also pretty well beloved. Diamond Castle, and then everything from that point on. I feel like I don't really hear people talking a lot about the Barbie movies past Diamond Castle. It's basically what I'm I'm getting at. Yeah, well, and like, because <laughs> when you sent me this movie, I uh, I recognized the title, so I looked it up. And this is a movie that came out when I was uh, definitely uh, too old to be watching Barbie movies, so I have no nostalgia for it because mm-hmm. I was working in Toys R Us because I was like, I know that I know that DVD cover, and sure enough, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure enough, like I was an adult working at a job, yeah, adult air quotes. I was maybe <laughs> I was seventeen or whatever, but you know, I I think this one I. I mean, I, I'm with you. I was probably, I was a little outside of the age range for the Barbie movies at this point. But I do remember, I'm pretty sure I watched this one. Because for a while, YTV would always uh, yes, always show them or maybe even premiere them on, uh, you know, their channel. And yeah, 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 yeah. I went through, I, I'm better now, but I went through a phase in my teenhood where I... <laughs> Like, I was just not interested in any kind of live action show. Or I, You know, I feel that in my soul, actually. Like, that's what <laughs> I was. I was very much the same for a long time. Yeah. And, and, and so as a result, there were a lot of cartoons or animated films that I watched that it's like, it's not really my age group, but I don't feel like watching a live action thing. So I guess I'll watch Barbie and the Diamond Castle. <laughs> I, I I tend to blame it on the fact that I have like younger siblings, so I didn't we watch I watched cartoons for longer than most people I know. Yeah. And also missed out on a lot of like the like I didn't ever really watch Simpsons or South Park or anything like mm. that because if we ha- if we were watching something on the TV in my parents' place, it had to be something okay for all the kids and gotcha. with brothers that were three and six years younger than me. They didn't really get. <laughs> Man. I mean, South Park, I can see. I feel like Simpsons is, is like, not not terrible. No, no. But. Yeah. See, I, I was the, I was the youngest. Um, youngest in the family. And 
there was a magical day where both me and my sister, I think because my dad was tired of having to, probably probably the same problem actually, tired of having to watch shows <laughs> aimed at children because the children were always in the room. Uh-huh. Um, we both got our own like little tiny TVs. I say tiny, the screen was tiny. The fucking TV itself was massive. It could probably crush my little body. Um, <laughs> you know, one of those big butt TVs. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the big, thick CRT TVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, one of those, the old, the old timey, not the super old timey, but the old timey for us ones. Um, so both, both me, I, my, bleh, both me and my sister got our own little TVs for our room, and so I that was kind of that that was the beginning of my unrestricted access to cable. Um, and ah, surprisingly. Yes. I guess it worked out for my parents because, again, I mostly just used it to keep watching cartoons. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I mean, I, I use the younger siblings as an excuse. Yeah. But I was also choosing to watch the cartoons. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, I still chose to and enjoyed watching the cartoons. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, now I'm getting, but- like nostalgic nostalgic oh, about no. that that tv had uh a headphone port on the front oh of it. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, so i would if i was staying up late i would <gasps> i would put a towel in front of my <laughs> in front of my door so that the light couldn't spill out <laughs> and then i would uh-huh. plug i would plug my headphones in and i would just like i'd watch late night tv um until of course it was like the 90s so you would get to that point where sometimes the channels uh oh yeah the channel just stops being a channel anymore yeah and and, and then you're you're kind of i guess i'll go to bed because there's nothing online (laughs) oh oh so what are we talking about Uh, oh yeah oh barbie Barbie. um Yeah, so I I can definitely see like that's about the age range where, yeah, there's people people there's adults probably now that have nostalgic for this nostalgia for this film. I can talk. Don't worry about it. I'm doing great. Um, <laughs> you do great. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really have much to say about that. I <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna have a. a- is it, is, rollicking good episode this uh, this time we yeah. got this we got this yeah is this is okay we're gonna we're gonna get into it all right gonna get hyped get hyped Bree. get I, i'm i i'm paying for my whole seat but using only the edge christy Ooh, ooh i like that <laughs> <laughs> all right well why don't why don't we get into the why don't we get into the summary so we could get yeah. into real discussion Take us away. All right, let's get into the plot summary for Barbie the Diamond Castle. Together we dream the same dream. Forever I'm here for you, you're here for me. Oh, 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 two voices, one song. Two best friends, Liana and Alexa, live together in a cottage in the woods, selling flowers and playing music together. One day, Liana finds two smooth river stones that are shaped like hearts, and the two girls decide to turn the stones into matching friendship necklaces. Soon after, a terrible storm appears and destroys Liana and Alexa's flower crop, leaving the women without a way to earn money and struggling to feed themselves. That's it. All the flowers we have. 
Even if we sell them all, the money will never last us until next growing season. Of course it will. It has to. Now, what would you like for lunch? Looks like we have bread and jam or jam and bread. While on the way to market to sell their few remaining flowers, Liana and Alexa cross paths with a starving old woman. Liana offers her some food, and as a thank you, the woman offers her one of her wares, a dirty hand mirror. At home, Liana cleans up the mirror and finds that, after removing the grime, it's actually a very beautiful, ornate mirror. Bringing the mirror outside with them, Liana and Alexa start trying to clean up their destroyed garden. They break into song and soon realize that there's a third voice joining in, a young woman who is inside the hand mirror. Cause nothing can break this, nothing can break this, nothing can break this tie. Connected, connected inside. Sing the chorus again, please. It's beautiful. Uh, sure. And you have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. I haven't sung anything in so long. I really miss it. The woman in the mirror, named Melody, is initially shy, but Liana and Alexa manage to win her over with their singing. Melody even teaches Liana and Alexa a new song. Elsewhere, in an evil lair, Melody's singing is detected by a horned serpent. The serpent reports back to his master, the evil Lydia, that he can sense Melody's singing and knows where she is. Lydia orders a serpent, named Slider, to capture Melody and bring Melody to her. Slider takes wing, and it doesn't take him long before he finds Liana, Alexa, and Melody. Seeing that she's been spotted, Melody begs Liana and Alexa to hide her from Slider. The girls manage to escape Slider, with Liana leaving behind a decoy mirror for him to take back to Lydia. Melody explains that Lydia is trying to find her because Melody has the key to the Diamond Castle, the birthplace of music. Melody explains that she used to live in the Diamond Castle as an apprentice to the Three Muses of Music, Dory, Phaedra, and Lydia. Lydia wanted to be the one and only muse, and attempted to take over the Diamond Castle using her magic flute. She found an ancient cave filled with magic and transformed her flute into an instrument of dark magic. With her new powers, she came back for the Diamond Castle to spread her darkness everywhere. The muses hid their musical instruments along with the castle and gave me the key in case anything should happen to them. The muses tried to reason with Lydia, but she just turned on them. The muses confronted Lydia, but she used her dark magic to transform them into stone statues. Melody sealed herself into the mirror to escape Lydia and became trapped inside of it. If Lydia manages to find the Diamond Castle and destroy the Muse's instruments hidden there, it would mean the end of music and eventually the end of joy and laughter in the world. Liana and Alexa resolve to help Melody, and so they set off to journey to the location of the hidden Diamond Castle, which Melody says is by the Seven Stones in the Far West. After some traveling and picking up a few stray puppies along the way, the girls find themselves hungry. In exchange for food, they perform at a tavern. Unfortunately, Melody can't help but sing along, which alerts Slider and Lydia to their location. As Liana and Alexa try and enjoy their meal, they're interrupted by Ian and Jeremy, twin men who attempt to romance the girls, but only succeed in chasing them off. Shortly after the girls leave the tavern, Lydia arrives with Slider. 
Lydia attempts to use her magic to make the girls hand over the mirror, but their heart necklaces protect them, which we later find out is because the stones once originated from the Diamond Castle. The girls flee Lydia, their escape helped by Ian and Jeremy, who arrive just in time to save them from Slider. The group plans to journey to the Seven Stones together, but Liana and Alexa are separated from the boys by a rainbow bridge. After more traveling, the tired and hungry girls come across a mansion in the woods. They knock and are immediately welcomed by two servants, who tell the girls that it has been prophesied that two best friends would one day appear and come to live in the mansion. Alexa, exhausted by the journey and the danger, wants to stay in the house, while Liana wants to continue on to help Melody find the Diamond Castle. If we don't stop Lydia, we'll all be living under a, a dark cloud. No laughter, no music, just sadness everywhere. Why us? Why can't somebody else do it? Because Melody's our friend. You're choosing Melody over me. No, uh, it's not like that. If you were really my friend, you'd understand. You're right. I don't understand. The girls fight, and Liana decides to leave with Melody, while Alexa stays behind. Feeling betrayed by Liana, Alexa removes her heart necklace. Immediately after, Slider arrives, and Alexa is brought to Lydia, where we find out that the servants in the house were under Lydia's power, forced to do her bidding thanks to her magic flute. Because Alexa removed her necklace, Lydia is free to use her magic on her, forcing Alexa to reveal that Liana and Melody are headed to the Seven Stones. Slider finds Liana and Melody and brings them to Lydia. Lydia demands that Melody tell her the location of the Diamond Castle, or she'll kill Liana and Alexa. Melody reluctantly agrees, and so Lydia leaves with Slider and Melody, while Liana and the still-inspelled Alexa are left behind in Lydia's lair. Thankfully for Alexa, her new puppy friend brings Liana her discarded necklace, which negates Lydia's spell. The girls apologize to each other, and then work together to escape Lydia's lair. Luckily for them, they run into Jeremy and Ian, who once again track the girls down. The group makes their way to the Seven Stones. While the boys are dealing with Slider, Liana and Alexa face off against Lydia. Lydia uses her magic flute to create a whirlpool in a nearby pond, and then tries to inspell the girls and order them to drown themselves. Into the water. And drown. No. Liana! Alexa! Stop! Stop! <gasps> How did you- Do you believe in magic? Thankfully, the girls are only faking being inspelled, and they take the opportunity to steal Lydia's flute. Now powerless, Lydia threatens to destroy Melody's mirror, effectively killing her. Before the girls can respond, Melody shatters the mirror herself. The girls throw Lydia's flute into the whirlpool, and Lydia goes in after it. She reclaims her flute, but when she tries to play it, only water comes out. Lydia's magic appears to backfire, causing her to disappear. Lydia is gone, but Melody appears gone as well, and with it the key to finding the Diamond Castle. That's when the girls realize the song that Melody taught earlier is in fact the key. They begin singing it, and the Diamond Castle appears. Not only that, but Melody is free from the Shattered Mirror. Unfortunately for them, Lydia arrives, having seemingly faked her death earlier. Before Lydia can claim the Muse's instruments, Liana and Alexa grab them and begin singing and playing music. Their song reflects Lydia's magic back on herself, and she turns into a stone statue. With Lydia gone, all of the people she inspelled are set free, which includes the Muses. The freed Muses not only thank Liana and Alexa for their help, but they officially promote Melody to take Lydia's place as a third Muse. 
Melody asks Liana and Alexa if they want to remain at the castle, but the girls decide they would rather return home to their old cottage in the woods. The film closes on Liana and Alexa's cottage, rebuilt and surrounded by flowers. The end. The end. Uh, <laughs> man, I hate to say it, but I was zoning out when you were talking about it. Oh, no. I don't know what it is about this film. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it turns off my whole brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, I can see what you mean in that it's not really like a challenging film. You know, it's not like, it's not like Swamp Princess. <laughs> Where you're like, you're like having to I'm coming, fucking... I'm coming and geared up like I gotta like pay attention and really strap in. And then it's like, actually, here's just a very pleasant and straightforward story about how friendship is good. It's yeah. Like, oh, uh, are you, are, is that, oh. Yeah, it's, okay. it's. I, okay. It's, it's like us, we're, we're returning to the Shire and it doesn't feel like home anymore. <laughs> You know, like, we've been through some shit, and now it's like, how do we enjoy ourselves? God, it is like that, though, isn't it? I mean, I, 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 think, it, I think it works. I, it's definitely not, I, I mean, we kind of talked about this already. This is not my favorite Barbie movie. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a big Barbie fan to begin with, but I don't know. There's like some, there's some cute shit in this film. Um, Oh, absolutely. That's sort of the thing. Like the whole thing is just, it's just sweet. It's cute and it's sweet. Yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah. I'm trying to take a look at my notes here. Why I, I got, I got two pages. Yeah. There's no notes. For most of the beginning of the <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, let's, I mean, let's start at the beginning. Just to mention. Yeah, let's begin at the beginning. This film and has a framing device with Barbie and Teresa. Oh, boy, um, I didn't even make a note of that. I forgot about that. I, I just thought to mention it because a lot of the early Barbie movies have a similar framing device where you have mm-hmm. Barbie... You know, Barbie as Barbie, and she's expositing some kind of lesson to, it's like, uh, in, in the Nutcracker, she was with Kelly, and they, right. I think Kelly was, like, nervous about dancing the ballet or some shit, um, yeah. in this one. <laughs> or some shit, whatever. So, some shit, whatever. Um, okay, in whatever, Kelly. In this one, it's Barbie's other sister, Stacy, and she had, Stacy had a fight with her friend, and she's very upset, and she's saying some stuff about friends just let you down, and blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> so, I feel like my, my sort of, like, disinterest in this film is coloring your, your perception <laughs> of it. I'm sorry, Christy. No, 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 it's, no. it's honestly, it's, it's more, I, I this kind of wanted to bring it up, is that this framing device, I feel, is so unnecessary, and I don't know why yeah. the Barbie series was very sold on this idea for a bit. It's, it's like, they were really wanting to make it clear that this is Barbie as a character, and that Barbie is still Barbie, but she's, it's, she's, she's playing a role? Playing a role. But it's just, again, yeah, it's just, it's, it feels very unnecessary. Um, yeah. 
Um, and also, I found it very weird, too, because Stacy comes in with this, having this big fight with her friend, doesn't provide any context, just says that her friend is a backstabber and implies yeah, like, that her- Yeah, like, she betrayed her. Yeah. Like, oh. And, it, yeah, like, something went down, and Barbie- like Jesus. Barbie does not ask for any details. She's just like, oh, but yeah, friends are nice. Oh. But friends are good, though. It's like, yeah, but, like, sometimes friends can do some shit. Yeah, so, like, what happened with Stacy's friend? Yeah, maybe listen to her, Barbie. Yeah, Barbie. Yeah, Barbie. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we never we never find it out. And, and like, the, nope. end, the end of the movie is just after hearing this wondrous tale of friendship. Stacy is motivated to go be friends again, I guess. <laughs> I, I, yep. That, that's all. <laughs> and, like, the whole thing is, like, a, a framing device for, like, friends are good, but I remember one time there's a story about two friends who had a disagreement, and the disagreement in this is so <laughs> weirdly manufactured. It's it, very strange. Yeah. I, I mean, let, let's get into it. Like, yeah, their okay. fight. Because yeah. um, I, I do I do kind of appreciate their fight because I think that both sides have a point. Um, sure. You know, Liana, obviously, they ha they has a point where they have a friend in need. Um, Lydia is threatening all of, like, the joy in the world because it's tied to music. So no music, no happiness. Um, but Alexa has a point, too. In that they're risking their lives going against this yeah. woman. Um, yeah, it's like, I, understandably, she's like, um, this is like way beyond what I am comfortable dealing with. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah, and, and at this point in the story, too, I cut it out of the summary, but when Slider comes after them for the first time, he fucks up their cottage. Yeah, he, <laughs> they, they are homeless yeah their their home is destroyed all for this woman in the mirror who they just met and it's very noble that they're doing this but yeah again it's like fuck i wouldn't want to like fuck this like this yeah. spooky <laughs> magic woman is, actually is, fuck this yeah fuck this shit i'm out <laughs> oh the shit i'm out yeah oh, thanks <laughs> oh i yeah it's it, it's funny. I don't think I don't think I would. I like I would I would be tapping out of this. It's very nice, obviously. <laughs> you know, yeah. These couple of friends helping this person in need. Um, sure, but like also, also you they are in mortal peril. They putting themselves in danger, putting other people around them in danger. Because as we see where they go, Lydia is following, and we see her inspell the tavern. Uh, yeah. Um, I I mean, it all works out in the end, but I, like if if they hadn't defeated Lydia, presumably all those people would have been remained under Lydia's control for spell her. forever. Yeah. yeah. I guess. <laughs> I did really like how transparently obvious the um the manor was. 
Oh god, yeah. <laughs> they just show up. They it's show like, oh, up. There, there's a prophecy that two bestest besties would show up here one day and they would live here forever. Welcome home. Um Um, okay. Cool. Sure. That seems fake, but okay. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I I I mean Alexa has a point, but also like they all kind of fail to spot check on this one. Yeah, like <laughs> they are rolling some fucking nat ones. They got Yeah. They got nothing going on. Yeah. This is when the DM looks at you and goes, Well, it seems alright. You're like yeah. Oh sick. Well, I yeah. guess my character walks in and sits down. Yeah. And doesn't leave. <laughs> I'm just picturing um so our friend uh, and someone we frequently mentioned on the podcast, Steve. He often does DMs, DMs for us in various sessions. I could, I could picture Steve pulling this shit on us. Oh God, yeah. And he's like, well, I could, I, like, I just hear his voice going, well, it seems all right. And you know, you know, you from- know, but your character doesn't know, so you walk in and sit the fuck down. Yeah, you're just like, what bullshit does Steve has planned for us? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fucking shenanigans am I gonna be? <laughs> subjected to i did i did love that but yes the act the actual fight i mean i again i get it um i do love that it yeah. has to result in the dramatic um un necklacing how do you what do you <laughs> the denecklacing denecklacing that's oh that sounds weird yeah that mm, it sounds like it would mm. hurt but yeah the dramatic removal of the necklace yeah. I Yeah. Did did you ever have a best friend necklace? Yes. Ooh. I remember I was very little, not very little. I was in elementary school still, and I had a friend. Uh I still have a friend. Like I still know her. We're still we haven't we it's one of those friendships where it's like we've known each other since we were 3. So every so often we'll like check in and we're still good friends, but don't really chat that often. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, she gave me a matching Lion King friendship necklaces Aww. for a birthday. Um, and I took them and was like, who do I give the other half to? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was oh like, you, you should probably give it to Claire. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> little brie was oh my god that's so good <laughs> i look back and i'm like man i was a jerk oh i can just picture like <laughs> like his little, little girl's face and oh here's i got i got you best friend necklace and you're just like oh, oh thanks and you just put it in your pocket and walk away <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's pretty much how it went oh that's so, so clear if you ever hear this <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I still remember that to this day. Oh. As, a, as a thing that I look back on and be like, man, what a dick I was as a child. <laughs> That's so good. It's, I mean, it's just, it's the obliviousness of children sometimes. It's pretty oh. magical. Yeah. <laughs> good. 
I, I remember I didn't do I didn't do a best friend necklace, but I did make a best friend bracelet for somebody once. Um, and I gave it to her and literally that day we had a fight and then <gasps> I made her give it back to me and I told her she wasn't oh, my friend no. anymore. <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh. oh no Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, man being kids is hard it's hard but it's also kind of easy because like we just stopped being friends and that was it yeah that's fair <laughs> there know? wasn't any backlash there wasn't like a social fallout there wasn't yeah. like a bunch of stuff you had to like pull apart from each other it was like no we're just not friends anymore oh okay yeah yeah, if you're going to do that shit just do it in elementary school when it doesn't <laughs> matter get it over with yeah get it all out <laughs> God, God, Ugh. Ugh. <sighs> But on on the subject of the best friend necklaces, though, um, uh huh. This is another thing. I don't. I don't think I like the idea of these necklaces in the movie, or at least like how they get them. They oh, the, uh, how they just find two perfect rocks in a river sitting beside each other. You don't think that's yeah? Well, and, and it's a, a clever little plot device. Well, like, just like, you mean. <laughs> well, and like that alone, if it was just like these rocks that they found that came to symbolize their friendship, sure, okay, and maybe their friendship imbues it with magic, whatever. Yeah, it's sure. The, it's the fact that we are told <laughs> that these stones fell off the diamond castle, which we yeah. establish <laughs> is a very, very, very far way away from their home, and it somehow these rocks floated down yeah, the they, river. They took a journey, those rocks did. Yeah! And they've, they've been tumbling down the river together for a long time. Yeah, and, and I don't know, like, this film at some point, like, Melody has a line about how the muses saying about destiny and some things are destined to be. That's what, that's their, sure. that's their excuse for going with, like, the obvious trap in the mansion. Um, cause Melody's like, well, I mean, prophecies are maybe real. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for He's them, like, maybe, I don't know, I guess. Um, all right. Good. I mean, good enough for, for Alexa and Liana, but. Yeah, just like I, I, I just don't. It just seems so such a contrivance for oh, these yeah. these stones to have come all of that way. Um, I don't know. I, again, I, I kind of wish that it was just like um, the power of their friendship, and and so long as yeah. they were together and able to sing their song. Um, like maybe they've had them for a long time, and because they've been friends for so long, it has imbued the the stones with a magic of its own yeah. or something that is pe- more powerful than the than the witch magic or whatever especially because this movie does show us that magic has power lydia's magic flute makes shit happen the yeah. muse's instruments also make shit happen so why maybe yeah like their friendship and their singing together is just so strong it's magic too <laughs> yeah just literally anything other than two rocks in a in a pond. Yeah. <laughs> just something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe just maybe that's like I I always 
I always forget to look up the merchandise for some of these Barbie movies. Because well, they definitely had dolls, because I remember yes. stalking them on the shelves when I worked <laughs> at Toys R Us oh, in 2008. Great. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I, I was curious if they would have, like, matching best friend necklaces. Oh, I don't remember, but I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I'm Googling. I gotta Google. <laughs> gotta look this up gotta look it up there's a lot of there's a lot of people on etsy selling them I don't oh think I, yeah that makes sense i don't see any official merch so Dang. far i'll have to look up i i i i get trapped sometimes in pockets of youtube and i oh yeah currently i've, I've just got like a lot of doll collectors in my recommendations Oh. And I mean, I say I'm trapped in pockets of YouTube. It's because I keep watching these videos because somebody, <laughs> somebody will be like, here's, here's me restoring my old Barbie doll. And I'll be like, oh, I've got 20 minutes. I'll put this in the background while I go do something. And so yeah. then it's, I keep, I keep getting trapped in, in these Barbie restoration videos. So I gotta, I gotta look up somebody. I'm sure somebody's probably got a Barbie diamond castle collection that like oh, oh yeah almost certainly though i mean i guess oh no wait they are kind of old now aren't they yeah we're we're fucking oh, old no. they're we are 15 f- years old we're fucking old brie how does oh, that make you feel moving swiftly onwards <laughs> oh. uh, good <laughs> why good <laughs> I, I like it's crap in the bucket i need to bring you down <laughs> I need I need somebody else to, to <laughs> fucking have the same dread. Oh. <laughs> oh god. I mean okay, so I I said I said a thing I don't like about this movie. How about how about a thing that I do like? Please. Um, uh we get we get to have Kathleen Barr, aka Dot Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, she gets she gets to play Lydia in this. Yeah. Um, I heard that voice and I was like, there she is. There she is. There she is. is. Oh, so good. I I love hearing her pop up and stuff. It's so nice. It's like I I hear her pop up and I'm like, yeah, and then I hear Scott McNeil pop up and I'm like, huh. (laughs) Yes, as we established. You have a you have a history (laughs) with my my (laughs) previous Scott McNeil based <laughs> childhood <laughs> trauma. <laughs> not, not really, but you know what I mean. Yeah, just a, a awkward encounter. Yeah, where he um, made fun of my art. Yeah, as a child. <laughs> oh, curse you, Scott McNeil. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh but it- yeah, like hearing her in this was it's so fun it's always nice to hear yeah she it's just she is one of the voices i am very nostalgic for and oh, yeah i don't just like this era th- this era of animation where you get to hear her and oh god like gary chalk um yeah Oh God, who else? There's, I mean, I could probably go through the IMDb list for all these people, but just like <laughs> it was just like this group of voice actors around this time that they they just like kept like trading roles. I guess they were probably just it's a union thing, I'm sure. Just everybody uh, and 
it was it was the Canadian casting because this yes. was a lot of um, like it's it was recorded in Vancouver. It was done by like the one Canadian uh company back yeah. then. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. there was only one of them, and that's. Who did yeah, it? I think uh, so. We we've talked about our beloved mainframe entertainment before. I think in this one, if AKA I remember right, Rainmaker. Yeah, yeah, they they were at this point they were they renamed to Rainmaker. Yeah, which I'm not gonna lie. I I when I saw that title card and it said Rainmaker, I was like, I mean, it's not as good. It's not as <laughs> as you know. No? I'm just saying that mainframe is just like. It's I, classic. When, it's classic. It's when I see mainframe entertainment, um, <laughs> part of my heart is reassured that the world is a good place. <laughs> <laughs> I I wish Kathleen, they give her they give Lydia a very quick villain song. I hesitate to call it a song because it's more like she just gets a verse to sing. Yeah, she doesn't really. She unfortunately does not get a whole like song to herself I love singing solo don't miss oral trio I'll have the castle's power all to myself you'll remain trophies I put on my shelf the world will be wicked and all will bow to It's, it's such a shame because in a movie where the premise is music and the villain wants to control all of the music for themselves, I want to hear a fucking banger of a villain song. Yeah. Like, just let Kathleen Barr belt it out. I'm sure she could do a great job. Let her jam. Like, come on. We know we know she's like a decent crooner, uh, thanks to that that <laughs> episode of reboot where she sings at Enzo's it's birthday. True. There's no one like you. You, you're, you're alpha, alpha numeric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the best, and it shows. All the rest don't even come close. Why do I still know this song? Oh my deep god! In my brain, apparently, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> don't don't even get me started. I can do almost the whole reboot recap song from the end of <laughs> yeah. the third season. Oh, I forget. What I think episode. I've already done it on the podcast before. I th- yeah, I think you played us out when I- oh maybe maybe that was the last time we the, probably the last time we did probably a Barbie the last movie. time we did a Barbie one. Oh god. Oh, That's, I oh I love that I love that episode so much and that moment because very clearly Don you did this for yourself. This was to for you to show off. This was <laughs> this was not a song for your little brother. Why would I do it for my little... No, that's for me. I learned that shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> she spent that entire episode <laughs> planning this big fucking event for her brother. And she's like, fuck this. This is my reward. I'm treating myself. I'm going to go up on that stage like the bad bitch I am. And I'm going to show yeah. these fuckers <laughs> like the best, best fucking song of the evening. That's that's my payback for all this. Just Enzo who? Yeah, <laughs> I've got a song to sing. <laughs> oh, she must have been pissed when when Megabyte showed up and stole the show oh. with the guitar duel. That was, guitar duel was so fucking sick. <laughs> that's, that's so good. Okay, I just want to talk about reboot now. <laughs> No, we've fallen into our own trap again. No, it's just so hard not to. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. oh, God. I I guess on this on the subject of Scott McNeil, he plays the troll in this oh, one. Oh, yeah. The, like, bit part that is means nothing. Yeah, it it means nothing... But I, I do kind of, I do kind of like this moment because it kind of helps the girls figure out the riddle at the end of the movie that um, the key to the Diamond Castle is the song because the troll has, he has a bridge and you could only answer, or you could only cross his bridge if you answer the riddle. And the riddle is basically... What instrument can you not see? Oh, fuck. I forget. I'll, I'll put a clip in. I can't remember. Um. <laughs> what instrument can you hear, but can't see and can't touch? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I kind of, <laughs> I, I kind of like that because it kind of helps like the girls figure out later on that, oh, the yeah. key, the key, the answer is a song as well. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is a this is a note just for me. Um, but I, I liked that the <laughs> troll was very hoggle like. Hoggle from Lamb. True, true. That yes, he definitely was. He was very hoggle like. Yes. I, I saw hoggle little... core. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> hoggle core, um, you got like a little cap. You got a, a cool jacket. Um, you spend your free time killing fairies, peeing into a fountain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good life. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, Christy. Yeah. Can we talk about these dogs? Oh fuck yeah! That yeah fuck. <laughs> I hate these fucking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> So, here's the thing. I deeply, deeply sympathize to everyone who worked on these fucking dogs. Because mm -hmm. dogs are surprisingly very difficult to design and rig and animate. And they are just, they are a, a, an adorable little pain in the ass. Oh, really? I have animated some dogs. And they are always just woof, woof, if you will. <laughs> or is it like, and, and it's not just animals in general. It's like dogs specifically have a level Do of complexity. Like, I feel like dogs, it's probably all animals, but I feel like dogs are a very common oh, like yeah. sidekick animal. 
Um, so I've definitely worked on shows where it's like, have the dog sit. And the way that, like, if you design a dog and then you 3D model and rig it, um, it's difficult to have it so that they can sit properly or that their legs don't look weird or that the, like, the way the paws uh, move around doesn't look kind of fucked up. Yeah, I... Especially I, if you are working with, a, I imagine, a toy company that has, you know, specific ways for the animals to look. Yes, yes. Yeah, so... These dogs were absolutely designed by a committee who wanted them to be the cutest, most bobblehead-looking dogs you ever did yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I have... Oh, like the deepest sympathies and like, man, everyone did their best on these fucking dogs. But boy, <laughs> they're well, a little haunting looking. Yeah, well, and and part of that is it's funny. Like you're you're talking about animating a dog so that the dog has realistic dog movement and poses. The dogs oh, in they, this they, movie. Dogs in this do the fucking little weird dances. Yeah, like for some reason, it's kind of a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, they these dogs instead of like doing like a little like puppy shuffle or something, like they're on or like you know like mm-hmm. I, like dogs do that. They do the tippy taps with their feet. That's yeah, like yeah, they that's do like, cute little tippy taps. Instead of doing something like that, they make these dogs get up on their hind legs and like dance like humans, and it's just a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> But also, I've had to do that for a show as well. And oh, yeah. I I 110% know that probably the people who are working on it were like, the rigs shouldn't be doing this. These, these dogs shouldn't be moving like this. <laughs> but it's what the client wants, so here we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so like... <laughs> They they are little nightmares, but I understand why they're little nightmares. Yeah. Well, and uh, they're they're also just like not needed. No, well, not cute or needed. <laughs> not not cute or needed. Um. <laughs> yeah, like this. It's they barely have any impact on the plot. Literally, the only no. reason why I bothered to include them in the summary is for that quick moment where the dog brings back Alexa's necklace. Yeah. I, and I'm really, I probably could have just cut that out, but I don't know. Maybe I just, <laughs> I just wanted to set myself up for this rant. Um, cause like the dogs in, in other Barbie movies, previous Barbie movies, I think they did a way better job with like the animal sidekicks where the animal sidekicks number one had actual personality um yeah and number two they had like a role in the plot somehow um like you know think think about princes and the pauper you had we had so many animals in that cast and they had they had their own little side adventure that directly impacted the main plot line and yeah they had their own unique characters um Compared to this film, they basically, they just find these dogs, they decide to take them with them, and then most of the film, something happens, and we'll cut to the dogs to see the dog's reaction. And the dogs will just be like, bark, bark. And then we cut back to whatever it is, you know, it's... They're like, we're here to be cute. And you're like, you're not doing a good job, but okay. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I could, (laughs) like, I just want to snip those scenes out. Because every time we cut to those dogs, I'm just like, oh. 
Oh, these. Oh no. God damn it! These ones again. <laughs> and I think it's also uh, like they were designed to have like the dog thing where there's not a lot of whites in the eyes. Mm-hmm. So they've got like. Because, like, there's also the, the, the animal, the, the slider character, who is also, like, a creature. Mm-hmm. and But the thing with, with him is that, like, he's got, like, a very human sort of eyeball to, uh, like, iris to eye white ratio. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't look, I guess he's also not supposed to look cute. But, like, because <laughs> these are meant to look cute. They've got very, 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 very big irises and pupils mm-hmm. um, compared to their eye whites. So every time you look at them, they look a little fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you make a cartoon dog, you can have the eyes look really big and cute, like Push and Boots style, for mm-hmm. a shot or two. Yeah. Um, you don't keep them that way. Yeah, it they does look fucked up otherwise. Yeah, it does start to get to a point where they feel like these dogs are constantly under gunpoint and like <laughs> you know, like their eyes are real wide all the time because they like just they're they're keeping an eye on it. Yeah. It's it it just doesn't it it doesn't quite work. Yeah. <sighs> There, there's a point at the end where, so as, as as a lot of Barbie movies do, um, they have, there's like a transformation sequence and Alexa and Liana get like their pretty, the big pretty dresses that the Barbie yes. dolls that they, they sell along with the movie come in. Um, yes. There's a moment where the dogs, the dogs get a transformation sequence, but all they do is like, they, they like. They just put sparkles on them. Yeah, that's that's it. Like they just make them make them a little sparkly because I bet the dog toys that come with the princesses have like sparkle fur. Oh, maybe. Oh, they have the little metallic strands on the spark on the sparkly little dogs. I'm gonna have to look this up. <laughs> that's, yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, dogs are such a. You can find good dog rigs, but they are hard to find because dogs are so... I feel like they're also, because they're so common, but also such a uh, a well-known animal. Everyone yeah, knows yeah. what a dog, how a dog moves. So when you see a dog moving how a dog shouldn't move, you're like, hey, what's that dog doing? That's that's very true. That's very fair. I, I cats are probably a, an even bigger pain in the ass because like I'm oh, just picturing yeah. a cat going like full loaf mode, just oh tucking. yeah no can't impossible nightmare just can't sucks, do it sucks them all all those legs in. You try a CGI cats woof woof doofa. It's probably to the point where you're just like hey like does the cat need to like sit down? Can't it just like always be standing and like. They're like, no, it's a cat. It's lazy. They have to be lying down. It's like, well, you're gonna get what you get. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so yeah, ins- insider scoop from from the animation industry: cats and dogs are hard to deal with. Yeah. So be kind when you see one animated a little funky, or, yeah, or modeled a little funky. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault. And you know what? Animation in general, this, this is kind of it's kind of fucking hard. You the guys. whole industry is hard. It's a hard thing to do. You know? So, yeah. We're all just doing our fucking best. Yeah. 
Oh, God. Oh. All right. What, Sorry, what? a tangent. No, no, no. All good. Oh, I'm just looking at my notes. Um, let's talk about the twins, Ian and Jeremy. Oh, do we have to? <laughs> I fucking hate these guys, too. These dudes suck ass. Like, surprisingly amount, like, a surprising amount of ass do they suck. Like, it's, they're yeah. bad. They're just it, not good characters. It's funny, I see a lot of people, um, I see a lot of people who they, they seem to think that, uh, the, the twins are supposed to end up with, like, we're supposed to see them as romantic interests to Liana and Alexa. And yeah, they, yeah, I assume so. But, like... They, I, I feel like, I don't think we're supposed to actually like these guys, but m maybe I'm being I too... hope not. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like they were written to be like, ooh, they're like charming and roguish and blah, blah, blah. And it does not work. It doesn't yeah. come off the way they wanted it to. Like, they, they just seem like n assholes. <laughs> like. Yeah, me, but. So, so do you think, so you think they are supposed to be charming, but we're just not interpreting that way. I, I kind of feel that they're supposed to not be charming. And that, cause like, like Alexa and Liana, their reaction to them is always like, it's, they're very disinterested and they even kind of call it, them. They're disinterested the first time. Then I think that you're supposed to see them as being like, oh, but maybe. I don't know, because I don't really think they ever warm up to them. Like, maybe a little bit just in that they're helping them on this quest, but like, I don't know. Like, they never really seem like, even at the end, like, they say goodbye mostly to Melody. Like, that's their Yeah, friend. they're like, okay, well, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah. And they just, like, leave. Like, there's not, like, a big, like, thank you so much, Jeremy and Ian, for helping us. And, like, they hug it out or whatever. They're just like, bye, bitches. We're going back to our cottage. <laughs> We're going back to our burnt down cottage. Yeah, that I guess they just... Which I do have a note on that's like, why would you... Girl, it's it's a, a, a smoking ruin. Yeah. Why, why are you going back there? But okay. Yeah, I don't sure. know. I, I almost wonder if... if they originally weren't going to burn down the cottage at first because it is, yeah, like they're going back to the smoldering ruins of their house that they <laughs> would need to rebuild. Well, I and I wonder if that's sort of the supposed implication that you get from like, because when they leave, the the two muses give them magical seeds mm -hmm. to plant. Um... And then they sprout, and they're full of diamonds? Question mark? And I don't know if they're, they also rebuilt their home, or if they were able to sell those and flood the diamond market and <laughs> um, finance their new home. They're still going home to a place that is burnt down. So I... <laughs> yeah. Well, and like... Okay, see now now you've got my brain going. Oh um, no. So curse you. But like <laughs> So do the flowers do like I guess like the flowers wilt away and they're left with the diamonds? Is that do you think that's how that works? I, 
I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess I, I'm trying to, like, piece, like, is this, like, I don't know. I, I'm kind of wondering how this would work out for them. Because if they're able to, like, if they just have a bunch of diamonds, then that's great. But, like, if they're planning on selling these diamond-tipped flowers, who the fuck is going to buy that? Well, I mean, they'll buy the, the, the flowers to get the diamonds. But like, so I, assume, that, I assume that the, the flowers go away and you're left with a diamond. So how much money would you be willing to pay for... Because, like, or, or I guess, like, how much <laughs> are they selling these, these diamond tip flowers for? Because, like, there's a point where you're just like, well, why would we sell them? We'll just keep the diamonds. Or, like, do they... Well, you know, what are you going to do with a bunch of diamonds if you don't have a house? I, I'll fucking build a house of diamonds! Second Diamond Castle. <gasps> Diamond oh. Castle 2. Return of the di- Diamonds are Diamond. forever. Oh, oh, you got there. You got there in the end. Nicely done. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Because, like, who the fuck... Are, I mean... I, it'd be great. It'd be great if there was a follow up where they're still like struggling because nobody can afford to buy their diamond tip. Yeah, flowers. like they they just have all these fucking diamonds that no one's going to buy. Yeah, we can't eat these. <laughs> like, what do we do for food? <laughs> well, I guess we'll starve, but we'll look really cool. And now we also have two dogs to feed. Oh shit, right. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh god, that was another thing. Go like sorry, going back to like Jeremy and Ian the twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like their introductory scene when they show up and Liana and Alexa just want to fucking eat a meal and these assholes like are just like trying to move <laughs> them. Yeah, they're like, hey ladies. I got mad because they're like, we're so hungry and we're starving. And then they just like Put a fucking. They finally get paid because they did like. They they traded. They played music in the tavern to to earn a dinner, mm-hmm. and then they get their food. Um, and then they're sitting down to eat it, and the guys are like, "Hey, ladies," and they're like, "Fuck you!" And then they just like put a drumstick in their purses and leave. And I'm like, "You just that's a whole rest of your meal there." Yeah, dummy. Why? 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 I don't even. I would have been complaining to the tavern owner, this man, these men are bothering us, can you please kick their asses out so we can enjoy yeah, a meal in peace? You, these men that you said you shouldn't have hired because they're fucking rascals are, <laughs> are bothering me? Can you do something about this? Yeah. No? <laughs> Anything? Help? Oh, yeah, they fucking suck. God, they suck. <sighs> I, I do love um, the decision to make them twins because it means that they they just had to model one guy. Oh, they model him once? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got different clothes, but yeah, they just had to model one face. Yeah. It's great. I, it's I genius. Mean, they get their own little transformation sequence at the end, and then they're both wearing the exact same and thing. they're wearing the same thing, yeah. It's perfect. Oh, it's just, oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. I just think they're they're terrible. <laughs> I. What else is there to say? Yeah, uh, they suck. Yeah, the uh, bad, annoying. They. I I, li- I do have the note. These dudes suck ass. 
That is one of the notes that I took. (laughs) Literally, the only reason why they start following the girls is because Alexa accidentally leaves her handkerchief behind at the tavern. And and they're like, oh, they they did that on purpose so we'd follow them. It's like, fuck off. They skipped out. Incredible. We always get the girl. Ah, great. The story's not over. I'm guessing they left it on purpose. So we could return it. Would a girl do that? It is possible. The only polite thing to do is find them. Definitely. It's like, wow, that's real fucking creepy that that's what you jumped to. That's extremely gross. You interrupted their fucking meal. No shit she left it behind because she's probably so fucking fixated on getting the fuck out of there. She's gotta get the fuck away from you, bud. Like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Jesus. Ugh. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I guess, again, I really... I, I really think that we aren't supposed to like these dudes. They are just... Yeah, you know, I hope not. But yeah. I don't know if by the end they're supposed to be, like, charmingly roguish. Yeah. I I hope not, but... I hope they just got their asses left behind at the Diamond Castle and... Yeah. Well, because they're like, do they need a chaperone to go with them? And they're like, mm, maybe to keep them out of trouble. And then they just fucking leave them. <laughs> Carriage just peels out. Carriage is like, see you later, fuckers. Bye. <laughs> you gotta fight your own way home. Peace yeah, out. good luck. I don't know where your damn horses went, but uh, fuck you. Bye. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. Ugh. It's what they deserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Man, that diamond castle really is in the middle of nowhere, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and you know, I was I was wondering, like, because the muses talk about how they hid it. So was it originally in a different location? And they no, I feel like they hid it because it was like underneath that thing. They were underneath the water or the crystal shiny or whatever it was. I wasn't paying attention. It's but, like a it's like a lake that they find in the mountains, yeah. and then the thing rises out of it. But like L- Lydia's whole thing is that she's trying to find the Diamond Castle. But like she used to live in the Diamond Castle and then got kicked out. So then, I guess they. M- they must have hit, moved it or like because otherwise why wouldn't she just go to the place that the diamond castle used to be this big ass lake and maybe put two and two together well maybe she thinks that it would be really <laughs> ridiculous to, to <laughs> hide it in the same spot so they're uh-huh. like she's like no they wouldn't do that they're not that oh that would have been kind of a fun scene <laughs> she's just like real just, pissed it's off it's been here the whole time god damn it ah <laughs> Oh, too Uh, funny. Oh. It's also just a huge empty building. Yeah. I mean, it definitely- Are the muses- Are the muses magical? Like, is that a- Like, are they meant to be, like, the Greek muses? I think so, because their outfits are vaguely Grecian. Yeah. 
Sort of. Although I think there's, I'm pretty sure there's supposed to be like a lot more muses than just three. Yeah, I think there's like a main. No, there should be a lot more muses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, I was looking this up a while ago. I don't remember why. Yeah, there should be a lot more music. Yeah, I feel like there's at least. I mean, and and granted, I'm I'm mostly thinking about Disney's Hercules, which, <laughs> of course, as we all know, is is highly accurate. Oh to, yeah, to you know, Grecian myths, a- actual um, Grecian myths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like I like they they <laughs> there they had like I think five. There were five or six. I think there were five. Five. Yeah. So anyway, like there'd be at least those, but it's probably probably a budget thing. I yeah, that's just too many. Why would you need that many? Plus, it makes them. It's like it's because then it's like Barbie and Melody and uh or whatever the characters' names are. Alexa, Melody, uh, Le- and Liana. And Liana. Yeah. Are the the trio like the muses? You know. <gasps> oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. kind of cute. <laughs> Wait, that, that we had two very, two very different reactions. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this, I, I, that kind of sums up this episode. I think is that I kind of buy into this movie a little bit. You not so much. <laughs> and it's not like I feel like I'm being more negative about this film than I feel. Really, it's just sort of like. I'm try- I'm searching for things to say about it because I. It's just it's, sort of. It's, I mean that's fine. That's like, fair it's though. Fine. If it's not yeah. for you, it's not for you. Or it doesn't yeah. hit you. And like. No shade on anyone who who adores it. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the shiny Pegasus uh, Pegasi yeah. that the the muses fly in on. There they're there to be toys. That um, I'm pretty sure I feel like they are taken from the Barbie ma- Magic of Pegasus movie because they look oh, sus- yeah. suspiciously similar. Well, why would you make more if you already had those modeled and rigged? Yeah, that's so, just smart. Some of the some <laughs> of the other models, I think too, like the people at the mansion. I feel I'm pretty sure one of the dudes is they just, look familiar. Yeah, I think one is Julian from um, Princess and the Pauper. I feel like the was Julian. He was um he was the princess's romantic interest. Oh right. He the, I liked the, that movie. Yeah. It was cute. I did too. That's that's my favorite prince uh, Barbie movie. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh god, what else? Mm. I I guess I I so I should say we kind of kind of laid this foundation earlier in in the intro when talking about this film has a dedicated following behind it that following is largely due to liana and alexa and how a lot of people um like to ship them together as a couple oh oh yeah oh yeah they are at the very least like queer platonic soulmates Mm -hmm. yeah like they (laughs) I I didn't want I was I I was thinking the same thing but I was like no no it can just be the power of friendship but no they're girlfriends they live together in the woods and have a business together and they are in love that's what it is 
it, it it's <laughs> it's hard not to read it that way because they are so oh yeah so dedicated to each other and the film is all about their bond and I, again like you have these male love interests that come in and at least how i see it like they don't seem fucking interested at all they're just like at no. best they're maybe polite to these guys but at the end of the day they just want to go home and be together and live their lives together yeah, like they are. Yeah, they're no, they're one hundred percent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's kind of fun. I I I don't I don't know if like someone at the Barbie Barbie Mattel or somebody was having fun with this, but it's interesting to point out that at the end of the film, when the girls get their big sparkly princess dresses. Alexa's dress kind of matches the colors of the bisexual pride flag, and then Liana's, Hell yeah! Liana's matches the colors of the lesbian pride flag. Oh my god, they do! <laughs> Isn't that so cool? Fuck yeah! I, no pa- no shot they were thinking of that. Or or maybe one person was back in two thousand and eight. Yeah, like we're just gonna do we're just gonna do this, and no one's gonna know. Just sneak it in a little bit. You never. I mean, you never know. It'd be it'd be amazing. You never know. But oh my god, hell yeah! If if, any, if anything, it's just it's just a nice interpretation. Yeah, I I approve. I ship it. It's good. A plus. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And they were roommates. Oh my god, they were roommates? <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of sad. I was trying to... Um, I Like, somebody needs to make some princess movies that have, like, actual declared LGBT plus people. Um, yeah, wouldn't that be nice? It'd be... Uh, this is, like... I you know we're recording this during Pride Month. It would be nice for us to do something that was like celebratory of Pride. Yeah, um, yeah. this is like it. It's it's nice that we can interpret this film as yeah. This. Oh yeah, absolutely. But like that doesn't replace the 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 actual actual representation that we could get or hopefully we'll get that, that we would like to get. Yeah. I'm sure there must be some out there. I, you know, I'm I'm still looking. I have a few in my collection where the villain is is a lesbian. Queer coded. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh. And good. So, yeah, and so of course mm. it's like that's you know they're playing into like stereotypes of like. Oh no. So obviously we're not taking a look at those. For nope. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, I, I'm kind of hopeful, like, we'll see something yeah. soon. I I mean, it's a weird fucking time right now for anyone identifying as part of LGBT+. Plus. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, we're seeing, we are seeing more representation. So I, yeah. I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, something comes up soon. Yeah. Keep all of our fingers and toes crossed. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to think if well, there's is there anything more we want to say about this one, Brie? Um, I think the real question is: Is there anything you want to say about this one, Christy? <laughs> yeah, fuck, I don't, I don't think so. 
other than I, there, there's like the whirlpool in this just reminded me of, um, I feel like whirlpools were also a big concern of mine back in the nineties. That in quicksand. Oh, like quicksand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just feel like that, that was also a thing <laughs> that you saw in a lot of TV shows. Oh, yeah. Thought they were going to be a much bigger deal than they wound up being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, but th- that an acid rain, I guess, but. Oh, yeah, but that, I guess, like, we grew up with, like, Captain Planet. So that makes sense. Maybe Captain Planet needs to come back. Yeah. Actually, There's some no. people who didn't learn anything from Captain Planet. Oh, God. Cap- no, you know what? Planet. He's, He's a, hero. a hero. Gonna, gonna take pollution <laughs> down to zero. Oh God, Captain Planet! I, there. I mean, here's the thing, though. Is that there's that episode where Captain Planet, um, oh Christ, is coming back to be. Oh my uh-huh. God, Captain uh-huh. Planet faces off against Hitler. Um, and <laughs> Hitler is so evil that Captain what? Planet loses his powers. Oh my God, why did this just? No. <laughs> yes. That's no. Yes, I'm. I'm Impossible. Fucking, I'm googling this shit now. Oh my God, Cap. Hitler. Hitler. Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, it's auto filling Captain Planet Hitler. Oh my god. Oh my god. He has an entry on the the, the Captain Planet Wikipedia. Oh my god. Yeah, no, this was this is real. This was a real episode. Holy shit. They what the fuck did they go back in time? I guess they must have. I guess they must have. But like Cap <laughs> Hitler managed to weaken Captain Planet just by glaring at him. This is because oh, Captain no! Planet loses power when being near pollution and hatred, which Hitler <gasps> has much of. Oh my god. <laughs> so I don't know if Captain <laughs> Planet all that to say, I don't know if Captain Planet would survive in today's day and age. Oh, God. Oh, my God. This, what a fucking... Oh, no. There's so many... <laughs> I can't believe they did this episode. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. <sighs> they... Oh. <laughs> they... I'm fucking speechless. <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't know. I'm... They changed his mustache for some reason. I don't know if what? somebody was like, "Oh, this huh? is a, this would be offensive to have Hitler in this cartoon," and their solution to that wasn't to fucking can this episode, but to give him a different mustache. <gasps> this is this is oh, what a fucking what a, did you did you imagine this would be how our episode would end? No, not in my wildest dreams. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Christy's showing me. Oh my god! It, yeah! Fucking, there he is! There, there he is! <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god, dude! Wow. Um. Wow. Well, that's. I didn't didn't um so anyways uh-huh. um, um, oh one thing i will mention just quickly before yes. we move into our final thoughts mm-hmm. or final 
housekeeping things. Yes. Um, this is definitely another movie where I, uh, I looked through the credits and there were absolutely names of people that I have worked with, which is always a joy Aww. to see when it's, uh, when it's one of these ma- old mainframe ones or, or Rainmaker rather. Yeah. Cause I'm like, oh, I worked with, I worked with him. I worked with them. Worked mm-hmm. with them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was my boss a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, there they are. Awesome. It's always a joy. Like, yeah, they're... <laughs> oh, it's just, it's fun. Yeah. Get, and getting getting to see, getting to know where they, maybe this was like, maybe this was one of their early films that they worked on and, and you get to yeah. see where they've progressed now. Yeah. So it's always, it's always a good time when oh. I see like my, my old uh, supervisors and stuff as like just animators on these movies. I'm like, that's where... We all begin somewhere. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we really do. It's, I don't know. I, I like being able to see that progression, that journey. That oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Well. That's that's a much better way to end off this episode than fucking plan, Captain Planet <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> Jesus. What a weird. <laughs> the last ten minutes. So. <laughs> oh god oh. <laughs> um before before we cap things off i wanted to give uh just a, a brief addendum to the swan princess 11 movie that we took a look at last uh Ooh. last episode in in that one um so we mentioned uh one of our followers ashley laterante um, we kind of tasked her with trying to figure out, uh, cause we were trying to figure out Hubert's <laughs> age. And, and so we, right. we asked Ashley if, uh, if she was listening, if she knew if, if Hubert's age was mentioned anywhere. And so Ashley has responded. And so <gasps> I'm just gonna- Ashley, you hero. Yes. Um, Ashley did the math for us. Uh, so she says, in Swan Princess 2, we see Derek and Odette celebrate their first anniversary. Another plot point in the film is that Uberta is having her 50th birthday. So that means Uberta is 49 during the first movie. So Odette is meant to be 18 in the first movie while Uberta is 49. Uh, the, so Swan Princess 11 shows that Odette is now 25, meaning that seven years have passed since Swan Princess 1. So that means that Uberta is 56 in the current time and 31 when Odette was born, and 26 thereabouts when she was named queen. Huh. So we got it, we got it figured out. We've got the well, timeline. Well, we fucking go. Thank you so much, Ashley. Thank you, you thank are, you. You are a genius and a scholar. Yes, thank you. Ashley also went through and ended up doing like a live tweet watching Swan Princess Eleven. Amazing. So I'll have yes, to, I'll have to so good. link that onto uh, our Twitter if you want to go check that out, or reposter, we tweet. What do the what do the kids say? I don't know fucking social media. Okay. <laughs> I'll do the 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 re the re up bloggle the the the, the re the re, re Twitter the reboot the reboot yeah beep beep <laughs> <laughs> yes um yeah so there we go we got that mystery figured out amazing um oh but uh I. Th- I think that's probably going to be it for this one. 
Yeah. Oh, a shout out again to uh, the uh, the folks who have uh, come to my Tumblr inbox. Oh yes, yes, and yes. left anonymously some some uh, some recommendations for movies. We got one. F- we we got a couple of them by yeah. there. So yeah, thank you so much. Uh, and yeah, if you have any, if anyone has uh, further recommendations for that sort of thing, feel free to. You know, come to if you if you feel like you want to be anonymous when you send it. My my Tumblr inbox is open. It's yeah. Wallabry, just like everywhere else. Yeah, and and if it helps too, if people if people do want to be anonymous, if you want to email us at the bad princess movies at gmail dot com email, just just let me know if you want to remain anonymous, and I just won't say who is messaging. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just not say who you are. Yeah. That also works. Yeah. Um, but yes, if you want to send us any recommendations or a question or whatever, then feel free to email us there. Um, you could also find us on Twitter at Bad Princess MOV, where we'll be posting clips from this. <laughs> and- not at Brad Bad Project <laughs> NFT, which we discovered is our evil twin. Yeah. Apparently. When, when Bree went to go tag me in a tweet, it just popped up and... <laughs> it tried to autofill the Brad Bad Project NFT, and I'm like, that is absolutely not. What? I, I don't know why. It just made me laugh super hard. It's just like, <laughs> just, just, I don't know. Just like, <laughs> our evil twin, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, feel free to tweet at us. Um, you could also check out the catalog of Princess Movies, which you could find at badprincessmovies.com. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I hope we'll be you... back with some kind of nonsense. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Um, b- bye. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, why is this so oh awkward? God. One day we'll get the hang. No, we won't. You know what? Who am I kidding? <laughs> yeah. No. This is. It's been fucking years now. It's not. Yeah. Happening. We. We will. Sorry, everyone. We're never gonna get good at this. Yeah, fuck. This this is our destiny. God. Um. Bye. 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 Captain, he's he's a hero. Captain, he's a hero.